So, what's going on, guys? It's MDOP. This is the Battle Axe Gym Podcast. This is episode four, which I never thought I'd make it to. So, thank you, Odin, my mother, and our sponsors, Jameson Whiskey. Just kidding. Don't sue us again. Uh, special episode today, I think. Um, I have somebody very close to me uh, and somebody that is... I'm, hi- I'm having him on here not because he's close to me, because that doesn't mean anything to me in the long run in the sense of, of promoting, because there's a lot of people who are close to me who suck. Yeah, fuck me. Um, but it's my cousin Danny. Uh, he has uh, been my cousin my entire life, obviously, and I'll t- we'll tell you the origin stories later, but he is the leader or the capo of the Miami Bearded Villains, and Bearded Villains is a worldwide, or I would say organization or a fraternity of men um, who are changing the environment around them, and I'm not going to get into too much detail. I'll let him do that. So uh, first of all, I'll let Danny say hi, and then we got the bearded phoenix here. I'm not going to give you a real name. You can do that on your own because I'm awesome like that. It's one of, his, uh, one of his associates. So Danny, please say hi to us, please. What's going on? What's going on? Are you battle axe enthusiasts? Um, first of all, fuck me, according <laughs> to my cousin, because it what? doesn't matter that I'm his cousin. Wow. Right? No, I just <laughs> want to be unbiased for the audience. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. Who really cares? Um, but no, it's, 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 uh, all jokes aside, it's an honor to be here. Um, as you said, you know, we are family, uh, and we'll get into that origin later. But it's, it's a big respect that we have amongst each other um, and being able to support his ideas and movements and what will later become uh, something big. Uh, I, I'm, I'm actually honored to be a part of what's episode four of M- Millions to Come. Thank you, man. Thank you. Honestly, truly. My man? Yeah, so it's uh, the Bearded Phoenix here. What's going on, everybody? Um, really honored to be here today, although nobody really cares. Nobody really We, we definitely don't. Uh, Apparently, I don't care about anything. <laughs> it was a process of elimination. But definitely it was a process of elimination. There was, <laughs> there was basically, yeah. Brain just didn't want to do the, my dog didn't want to do the interview. She's yeah. very, very busy. So we had, we had the beard. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Thank I, you so much for your time. Ah, uh, Ben, it's an honor. It's an honor. You know, definitely. We're, you're uh, also charging you per word, so keep it short. <laughs> oh, got it. Got it. Just put it on my tab, please. On the tab costs you 600 bucks. Thank you. No, but honestly, thank you very much. In fact, uh, Bearded Phoenix was in was a mastermind behind the World Beard Meet. Am I right? Well, uh, it was BV the BV World Meet. The BV World Meet that was right here in Winwood, where they took over a whole area. We had of some some guy I'm seeing, and I forget his it. Name. Was a, hey, I'm it was gonna, I'm going to leave him nameless, but his name rhymes with Baiko Belapava, and he is extremely handsome. Uh, basically, stole the show. I mean. Honestly, that's, that's one of those stories like Jesus. You don't know if it's really. Yeah, he, he did. By <laughs> walking on water, you mean he got like really you know. drunk and left early, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Phoenix was in charge of that. And it was actually, I was pretty impressive from coming from somebody who's uh, put two shows on and the amount of people that were there and the sponsorship that went behind it and the money raised for that charity. What was the charity that you guys raised for? Behavior um, Links. Yeah, Behavior Links. It was really awesome. And that is kind of leading to me, me to my. To later points, but before we get there, in fact, of the charity work that um, I'm just going to focus on Miami Bearded Villains. I know that Bearded Villains is a world organization, and I'm not who's ever listening. I'm not trying to take away from other other chapters. I'll get, I'll get into that. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll but uh, I am obviously a fan of Miami, so this is where we're gonna. I'm mostly going to refer to them as you know Miami Bearded Villains, but in no way am I trying to disassociate them from other chapters and nor am I saying that other chapters don't do this because they actually really really do so just wanted to clarify that to the listeners because to the battle axe guys 
you guys are learning about the BVs, but to the BV listeners that will listen to this, you guys know who you guys are. So, Danny, um, do us a favor and tell us a little bit about, and because I know what this origin story entitles is a pretty sweet story, but can you tell us, first of all, exactly what you guys are? Um, I'm going to play really ignorant in the sense of pretending I don't know what you guys are, but what you guys are and what, where you guys started here in Miami. All right, well, it's, you don't have to play ignorant. You probably don't know because you probably forgot. I read a it's book. all right. I read a book. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I didn't even come out here. Didn't, didn't know I wrote one, but okay. It was, a, it was an e-book. <laughs> it was a blog. Two, it was a blog. Two it pages. On, it was on the website, bv305.com. You know? It was a coloring book. All right, well, <laughs> um, I'll start with what we're about, and then I'll get into how uh, it started. Basically, what Bearded Villains is is a worldwide brotherhood uh, dedicated to, uh, obviously, brotherhood, uh, the beard, charity um and it's basically a fraternity amongst men worldwide um we're about 113 14 chapters deep right now yeah. um anywhere ranging from south america we got peru colombia argentina uh central america we got mexico um you know, North America, obviously. Amsterdam, which yeah. is awesome. You got, you Morocco. Got all the U.S. states. You got Canada. Then, you know, you got Morocco. <clears throat> you got Europe is it's covered in chapters. We got the U.K., you got Germany, on and on. Um, and basically what we do is it started with wanting to change the perception of the bearded man. Um, you know, years ago, our presidents were bearded. And nowadays, it's looking, uh, people look down upon uh, the bearded man as a homeless person, a gang member, a motorcycle uh, club, you know, whatever. Um, we get that a lot, by the way. We, that's the yeah. first thing they ask us. Hey, where's your bikes? Sons of anarchy, right? Sons of anarchy, right? If you really want to know. Yeah. Having you know my big wheels at my grandma's house. Yeah. <laughs> it's like really fast. I'm riding a mongoose. Two all right, I'm riding a mongoose. All right, it's got pegs in the back and the front. GT performer, bro. All right, <laughs> with the plastic spokes. But uh, but yeah, so so that that's basically what what it uh what it is and what it started as. I mean, let's not fake the funk. It's it started as a shirt company. Yeah. Um, somebody trying to sell shirts. That's basically what it's on. Vaughn, if you're listening to this, sorry if I. Uh, ruined <laughs> the idea <laughs> behind it but the let's be real secret. you were trying to sell some shirts bruh yeah. <laughs> but it, it grew into something bigger um because at the end of the day the structure behind it and the idea behind it was a beautiful thing if you were in that mindset um i was because since a kid i've always looked at loyalty as what life is about Loyalty is always going to come back to you in a good way. And you shouldn't be loyal because of what comes back, because how it comes back to you. But that's the way it, it, in the mind it, just, it should begin. Because at the end of the day, you're going to get fucked over by people you're loyal to. Let's not, be, let's not bullshit. But at the end of the day, you don't feel bad about that because you're true to your character. And that's the way I went into this. I just want to surround myself with a group of real motherfuckers that are going to be loyal. At the end of the day, I don't care about your faults. I don't care about what you've done in the past because we can go head-to-head on, on all this shit. And p- come on, primo, you yeah, know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not to get into too much because some of the fucking... Yeah, and, and <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a good... Uh, There's something know? that uh, I've always admired, uh, just observing from the outside, 
is that the story behind some of you guys that I've met personally and had some late night conversations with is that <clears throat> you have a lot of guys with origin stories that would would say that for the most part they have they don't even have to give anything back to society. Um, in essence, they were fucked by society and they themselves fucked society over, and exactly. here they are. Um, well, and at the end of the day, doing do, something really great. We do gotta get back to society because yeah. we took so much from them. Right. Okay. That's you know what I mean. And that. Not just that. That pobrecito me mentality isn't really what we're about. Efficient. Yeah, and not not just that, but we also got to remember that our society is what built us to who we are today. The people exactly. We were around but that's that. That's up. going into what I'm saying, like you that pobrecito mentality. Right. That oh, I'm from the hood and I grew up a certain way. This is how I'm supposed to come up. No, man, it's not. Is it a way of survival? Maybe. I mean, I've I've done it. We've all done it. There's a guy. There's plenty of guys in this. Brotherhood of ours, at least down in Miami. Right. Because I've been all over the world, man. And, and look, I love all my brothers worldwide. And I'm sure there's going to be guys that listen to this worldwide. And as you can hear, we're in the ghetto because there's a ghetto helicopter <laughs> riding helicopter. above <laughs> Looking right for us. Uh, <laughs> what we were talking about society was that we love paying our bills. And uh, our taxes are really, really bad. The ghetto no, bird exists, people. Shit, yeah. <laughs> we don't live in South Beach. Yeah, we're right, on the other side of the bridge. Yeah, exactly. But not to get off topic, man. I, I, not to knock any other chapter. I, I love every, uh, you know, every chapter is different. But there's definitely not a chapter like ours, and I take pride in that. And oh. um, I'll, I'll attest to that. Be, being as I was lucky enough to meet a few of the chapters when we went to the to BB World meet. And um, Miami does have a swagger. Miami does have an attitude. And that's... A credit, as well. a credit to you, Danny, honestly, because to get people together from this city to do anything is <laughs> near impossible. Uh, I don't uh, know what it is about that, that, it, whether it's a Spanish thing, you know what I'm saying? It's nah, a that, that's a, that's a perfect right? segue. Right? It's a perfect segue into, into the origin story. And yes, exactly. So that's my, my goal. You know, we come from a city where support isn't what happens. Like, a lot of these motherfuckers will support somebody out of L.A. and out of New York and 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 live that swagger and be like, oh, shit, like, motherfucker. Oh, they tagged Dr. Dre. Like like, the, I listen to the Dre beats. I'm like, nigga, he's like, I freaking like your picture. Why are you tagging him, right? But what's funny is it's they come vacation here, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. y'all don't understand that part? Yeah, they, they want to buy houses. They own properties here. And y'all want to be like them. Y'all, y'all doing it backwards. But that's my goal. My goal is to unite everybody. And if you want to be down with what my idea of for this city is, then cool, man. And if you don't, I don't care. I really don't. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't need anybody. I would like everybody to participate. Yes, absolutely. You know, and that's why I support... You know, I got Chico's Mark for Life down with us. I got, uh, you know, the Battle Axe down with us. I I got guys, I got guys getting down with going to powerlifting events. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's actually, so for the guys listening now, it's one of the major reasons why I, um, I would say one of the major reasons is because I told, I was talking to my cousin Danny. I said, now after the Miami, actually people here in the gym, people in the last Miami Might event, um, look up the Miami Barbell Club is 
is well, that's my dog in the background uh, playing security because she's a savage cow. <laughs> told you, told you we were. In but here. I, I had people asking. I had people asking like, hey, you know, who are those? Who are the bearded villain guys? And I, and I know that that's how kind of how it all started too because I remember. Yeah, we don't walk anywhere without getting that kind of right, attention. Right. Yeah. Like not only are you guys all bearded and wearing similar colors, which I know is another thing we'll bring up soon, but. Uh, you guys are now becoming uh, a cultural force and you're becoming an entity that is not just, you know, the way you look and that you're not just breaking barriers to break barriers, but you're simply becoming part of not only all aspects, but Miami culture in itself, which, mm. I mean, we can sit here and talk about that for hours, but fitness, tattoos, cars, you know, that, swagger, alcohol. It's kind of like- Which Miami, Miami, too, Miami right? Fest coming soon. We're working on Miami Fest. Great, that's gonna that's be. Where I'm gonna be. That's gonna be epic. <laughs> on the mic somewhere, probably just talking. <laughs> oh to no, myself. definitely. No, no, I want, I want to have power. I want to have all of that included. We'll get into that later, but. Um, but let me ask you something. Um, and on the come up, and it was kind of something that I just referred to recently. Um, how, how do you go about corralling 30, 40, 50 fucking? I'm not going to write bearded savages yeah. to, and you know, and I, and I, I typically ask this and I love, I always refer this to of my listeners and people on my show is typically, and I know you personally, you always have good, simple answers. That's why we've been talking for 33 years, but can you explain it to us a little bit? I've known you before we were talking though. Literally. <laughs> like literally. Um, Origin stories. <laughs> uh, how, how do you go about doing that? Like some of the, uh, would you tell us some of the, the difficulties you have? Because I know at one point you guys were at we, the bottom. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we weren't in a good place. Yeah. Um, so that'll lead into our, our, our origin. The way that it, was, that it started is um, chapter started with, hey, get five guys. You'll get a seal. And you'll be able to have your own local chapter. It was going to start off as a Florida chapter, you know. But I ended up finding five guys down in Miami. And I started. I told the guys of Florida, I was like, hey, look, I'm just going to start my own Miami chapter because I found five guys down here and I'm not about to drive eight hours for a meeting. Like, it's not going to happen. I'm, I'm a big believer in city chapters just because it, bre- it builds what we have, yep. which is unity. Yep. Which is why some of these chapters are so... Kind close. of, they aren't close because you got country chapters, you got, uh, you know, whole city chapters. I guess I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah, country man. yeah. I mean, you, you You're think about, about hours driving. I just thought they're all cities. I didn't know. I mean, yeah. just imagine if Florida like alone JT's was one chapter. Probably the farthest guy from me, and yeah. I can literally call him and tell him, "Hey, man, let's go eat." And I'm like, "All right, cool. Let's meet halfway, thirty minutes like 30 each way." Minutes, right. yeah. And I, it's yeah, it's kind of a drive, but it's really not. <laughs> you know what I mean? It ain't fucking eight hours. Right? Yeah. No, so we not. met up, and you know, we we started a, a WhatsApp. Chad and 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 I was uh, you know as founder you know I, I was kind of steam heading it and you know there was one guy that worked on a sh- on a boat a lot and he was like hey man I really want to meet I really want to meet I really want to meet so that's when the whole passing the flag around the world started mm-hmm. so as you know every Friday we have Flag Friday there's a reason why it's Flag Friday there's a flag that started going around the world um, which SoCal South California had it first. And we had a second. I'm sorry. New York had it second. Let me get my get, let me get that story right because we weren't ready. New York had it second. Then Miami had it third. Mm-hmm. So by the time we had it, we had recruited 16 guys. Shit. Okay. So we had 16 guys. We had a, what we call a flag shoot. Again, tradition. I'm big on tradition. Some of this shit may seem like what the fuck are you doing? Meeting to have a, it's tradition, bro. 
You're building a culture. You're building. And that's where it started from. You're building something now. Mm-hmm. Where everybody's looking at you like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. 16 guys meeting up to shoot pictures with a flag? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember. I was curious. Yeah. I remember texting yeah. you. Every you look, I, yeah. What the fuck are you doing? I'm like, because I, 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 I remember saying like, I'm like, where did this come from? Because it was literally, you grew a mustache, a mustache, and then within a year later, I'm like, oh my god, like he's the leader or something. And like, <laughs> you know, but we weren't like, we weren't talking as much. I get it, I get it. So, well, see, curious, but my, my cousin was like, probably thinking I was starting a gang for sure, for sure. And I was like, <laughs> or at least a cult. <laughs> Do you need me for something? <laughs> something is happening. Yeah. <laughs> so my cousin's been around when I did some fucked up shit yeah, in my life. Like, so he was probably like. Oh no! I thought it was God all done. It. I just <laughs> found you again in my life. You need Jesus, all right? Yeah. That boy needs no. some milk. So, <laughs> but I was adapting all that shit I learned in the streets and, and turning it into this, and it'll get to that, mm-hmm. right? So, at the meeting, once we're done with the flag shoot, which was cool, man. You know, a bunch of different people from all over Miami. We met up to got a great flag shoot, one of the best flag shoots to this day. Um, and my first statement was, "I don't want to be captain," because we were setting up captains. It was still a joke to us. Right. It wasn't going to be this. Right. You didn't have no idea. It wasn't going to be me traveling to Amsterdam and North Carolina and Virginia and and getting all of this, you know, getting my brother's jobs, you know, selling merchandise to help other people. That was the farthest thing. The only thing I was thinking was the only statement I made, and I will remember this statement to the day I died because it's the founding moment of our chapter, was, look, I don't have time for this. I own a business. I definitely want to be a part of this, so I would like to run for officer position. I would have won captain regardless if I would put put my name on it. Okay, yeah. But I didn't want it because I just I respect it enough, mm-hmm. and you know me. I'm not yeah. if I'm not willing if you're to. Not do, 100% I'm gonna to I'm gonna respect it, and right. so I became sergeant, oh, which is what Geo is now, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna play the back, or at least try, yeah. <laughs> and let other people but it got to the point where people were just like yo you run everything you do everything your your voice is over everybody i'm i'm a very dominant person and it's not in a dick maybe in a dickheaded way but not disrespectful way right i like things to run a certain way and i put my name on it and i'm always going to make sure that it's done to perfection because i don't do shit half-assed i'll lose sleep i'll get hurt i'll lose limbs Right, but the shit's gonna get done right. Yo, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, it got to a point where, you know, guys were coming up to me they're like, "Yo, either you become captain or I'm out of here." Mm. And that was that. Was that that? Would you say the rock? And let me ask you two questions. Would you say that's the rocky area? And then, how did these rank? That was come the be, that too? was the beginning, the beginning of the rocky area. And these so the people who are not that don't have any idea about you guys. These rankings were they just something that you guys? It had to happen because. Clubs were growing so big. So so much, so many people. So, again, Miami's different. Mm-hmm. I say that all the time. Bro. <laughs> no, but it, 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 it is. Seriously, we walk different. We talk it different. Is. We act different. The it is. is different. I've had guys. I've had guys. I've had guys from all over the world sit into our meetings, and they're just like, just "I'm not used to this. Like, yep. yeah, yeah. this isn't the way my meetings are run. I run this shit like a business." Right. When it's business time, it's, it's business time. Everybody sit down. Everybody turn off your phones. We're discussing business. Right. We're going to discuss the structure. We're going to discuss where we're at. We're going to discuss the disrespects and, the, and what's right and what's wrong. And yeah. where we're going and, and when we're, we're done doing. with this, we're, we're going to go get drunk and have a great fucking time, but bro. But hold on, man. Yeah. Like, we have a standard here. I'm trying to make sure that when I ain't breathing, no more people still wearing this shirt mm-hmm. and still doing what we do. That's, that's legacy. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
when you're dead and gone and probably in some sort of tree or a coral in the bottom of the ocean because if you're doing it right you're getting cremated whatever it is whatever it is because i i didn't go through all this shit to get eaten by a bunch of fucking little gusanos and yeah. shit like i nah, want some dog. real shit you like i, I want my 72 virgins burn me burn me and throw me somewhere yeah, dog. put me on a boat <laughs> with the yeah. skulls of my enemies yeah. even if yeah. they're still alive with kids i want this shit real burn my ass and it's cheaper way cheaper oh no dude don't worry i'm totally gonna take you out to the everglades Throw you on some pallets. I'm not even going to pay the whole cremation fee. I'm going to do that myself. I got you, bro. <laughs> there you go. I got you. So, okay. So, at, so, the end of the, so, so at that point, I, you know. Right. So, we're in, oh, so, so we're in the position now where you're People are telling me to become there, and It's like so, a ultimatum almost, right? Yes. People giving them. Yes. Okay. So, I, you know, I understood it. Yeah, I, I stood back and I was, dude, I, I, I do. You know, my, my vote. Anytime I vote, I sway the vote. It got to the point where I would have to vote last because if I voted, it would just be like, that's okay, it. boom, we're going this way. And I was just like, okay, that's when I started picking up on not, you know, that's when you know if you're a man or a piece of shit. Mm. Because at that point, you can get real cocky and be like, yeah, I'm that motherfucker. Everybody's following me. Or it's, all right, I got a responsibility. I can't fuck this up. And that's where I stand because I got guys that'll twist me into a pretzel that follow me. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting right in front of one of them. Yeah, and, and fucking I, picks up five times my fucking weight. I, to, to, so so some here. of you guys don't know is that there is a variety of ages and experience. So you got guys who are 10, 20 years, sometimes 20 years older than you who are grown with kids who have been through some shit. shit that I haven't been through. Like and, growing uh, up in Miami in the 80s. Yeah, that and they're willing easy. to follow that my That wasn't son, easy and alone. I, and I don't fuck that so, up. I don't fuck that up. So... It was another learning experience in my look. I never wanted to be a part of a gang in my life, ever. Mm -hmm. Growing up, there was gangs all over me. I remember. You know, I grew up in Alapada, then I moved to Kendall, then you and know. Kendall back at and our then, time was terrible. Well, 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 Kendall. The thing was when I moved when I moved from Alapada. out for some reason. Yeah, when I moved from Alapada to Kendall, I realized, you know, it's different because it was just a nicer ghetto. No, what it is is it's it's kids with money. That want to be ghetto. Yeah, fair enough. And that's dangerous. That's super dangerous. Because at that point, you can buy all the drugs and all the guns and all that bullshit yeah. you want to buy because it's easier access because daddy and mommy got that money. And the worst part is that all these boys got something to prove. So they, exactly. want, they always want a one Bro, bad, I, like one up each other on bad shit. So there were some bad kids that lived. Yeah, we, man, but this whole thing that I do. Like, I, it was kind of like, what are you doing? The reason why I'm doing this is, is rest in peace to my best friend, Hawkinson Sanchez. Cheers to him. That I that I owe. Oh, cheers. Take a little quick sip on that. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but you know, Hawkinson to me was 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 he was my homie, man. That was my dog. He was a lot younger than me, but he looked up to me a lot, and I never understood why. And to this day, I I and I say it to him like you know when I when I get real fucked up and I talk to him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was there, bro. You know what I'm saying? I've and been I, there. but he taught me that. He he was a leader of a gang, and that man looked up to me. And his younger, when I was younger, and and he saw something to me that I didn't see, and now I see it, where I'm a leader amongst men, and and I respect that. I don't take it for granted. And I always told him to get out, and and, and he got out of that shit, and that's why I do what I do. So at that turning point, when people wanted me to be the leader, I took upon it, and I was okay with it. I was like, all right, man, I'm gonna lead these men. I'm, I'm gonna do it right. I'm not gonna disrespect them because I wouldn't follow any 
Look, man, I ain't the biggest motherfucker on the, uh, on the playground, mm-hmm. but I ain't following nobody That's unless I believe in it. Same. Same. And now, I may be the captain of this, but there's plenty of guys that I look up to in my own chapter. So let me ask you a question here. What, what would you say you are leading these people to? Um, and I, I know this is a thick question. No, no, no. Because, I, I, but you know what I'm saying? No, like, I, I get exactly because what you're saying. Because I, 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 for our, I always I ask these questions mostly for people that don't understand us, even though I know the answer to this. Mm-hmm. What, what is it that we're leading these, these gentlemen to? And then I would follow to a very important question. What is it that you think you're leading yourself into? Well, that first meeting that we had when we met with 16 people that were there, which three of them are left at this point from the 16 originals and we're 50 deep. The first thing I told them was, I want to make sure that what we're doing is helping our community in the sense of charity, in the sense of building local brands, I don't want to build other people up that aren't from here. Mm-hmm. Pulpo's the exception because Pulpo's been with us since day one out of El Paso. Shout out to Pulpo. But he's been there since day one. He's Miami. He might as well have a house here. Yeah, he But that's what it's about. To me, it's a legacy that we're building. A legacy in helping our city grow and helping our city heal and helping our city progress to be the city that it's supposed to be, which is Miami. Not even part of the United States in some people's yeah, eyes. Because it's, really it's completely different. It's once like you, Northern South once you cross once you cross those lines, it's, it's North different. Cuba. Come on, let's be honest here. Yeah, it's so North that's Cuba. that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying I I love this city to that point. And as powerful as we are, the fifty guys that we have here in different ways, whether it's mentally strong whether it's physically strong, whether it's having a vision that's stronger than anybody else's, believe in what we're doing and we'll support you full-fledged. Meaning, when you go power lift for the first time at an event, you're going to have 10, 12 guys with you, minimum, because we're 50 deep. Sometimes guys can't make it, but we're going to get there. And we're still young. We're still going to be a Three force. years. We're, we're going to Definitely. our three-year anniversary in March. That's young, man. Mason's been around how long? Forever. Decades. But that's how, and that's the one thing that I preach to my men. The only way you make it in life is keep the money in the circle, bro. Why do you think Jewish people and Muslim people and all these people are so rich? They keep that money. Whether they like you or not, if you're one of them, they're going to fuck with you. And that's what I want to build amongst our men. Hey, man, if you're not, if you don't have a barber that you grew up with, go get your cut with one of the, one of our guys. Yeah. If you don't get, if you haven't been fucked with like this tattoo the, artist, go to our tattoo. Like a artist. sense of community. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. Yes. I mean, you gotta yes. keep you gotta keep it in the family. You gotta be able to support each other so that even if they're not part of the even if they're not part of the club, it's if you're supporting this club, we're gonna support you. Of course. Of course. You already know how it is. Of course. You know what I mean? And where do I see it taking me? It's made me grow as a man, bro. Uh, it made me get out of that easy money mentality that I was at. I mean, you better than anybody know, man. You've been to my house when I was doing some real fucked up shit. Knocked the door in the wrong time. Classic <laughs> MDLP. Hey, you know? I'm like, hey, here's my dad. <laughs> hey, put shotgun down. Hey, primo, I'm you like, can't come inside my house like, oh, right shit, now. I'm not going to tell you why. But, um, but yeah, so it's, it's, you know, my best friend got... Got killed 
one of my real good friends got put away and I didn't want to do that shit no more bro I didn't want to I always was good in school where I didn't let motherfuckers know what I was doing because I saw the mentality that I lived in my school area where all of these motherfuckers would turn on you in a second. They just waiting. I got boys that I, I didn't even know smoked crack. I didn't uh, that are in jail. That did all of this, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Thank God I didn't turn into that. But I still did my dirt, and once I did, I just wanted. I knew that my mindset, that my structure, that my discipline wasn't meant for that. So I turned it to this. So once we had that turmoil, you know, we switched captains. You know, the captain obviously got his feelings hurt because we kicked him out. He's no longer with us. The guy that was co-captain, shout out to Ray, bit the bullet, understood that it... It was bigger. Yeah, it was bigger than him, just like it's bigger than me. And he was like, dude, I, I wasn't ready to be co-captain. He's one of he's our first lieutenant, and he does a great job at it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's just understood, okay, bro, he's meant for leading. I'm meant to be an officer, just not there. And it's helped me grow. Because I got guys like, you know, James. I got guys like Dre. Older men with kids, family, that... If I tell them privately, yo, my man, I need you to do this. Yo, whatever you say, Cap. And at one point, I was like, I was honored. Like, all yeah, right. Yeah. I got these bodied motherfuckers that'll go to war. Because I've literally have had James tell me, yo, if you need me to. Yeah, that's it. This if you need me is. to knuckle up and whatever, dog, it's just yeah. an ass whooping. Like, I'll take it. Just let me know. And I'm just like, no, no. no. Please don't do this. <laughs> like, I am not. I, I mean, that's really nice. <laughs> that's awesome. We can discuss this but, sandwich, but don't do this. <laughs> but uh, I, human I, sandwich. I wouldn't. But I take that, I take that responsibility so to the I, heart. An interesting point. And um, you guys, maybe if you listen, you, you'll hear a lot of similarities because me and my cousin are a lot alike. It's funny because a lot of our years we spent. I was up north or just separated by circumstances. But now that we're both in leadership positions in the most, in the highest responsible state in the sense that people believe in what we're saying, we have in a sense given their, their responsibilities to us. It's, it's pretty interesting how incredibly close we've become with the same responsibilities. But I'll, something really interesting that you said that I say a lot to myself. I clock, man. Cut from that same clock. Yeah, well, literally. <laughs> Colombian style. Um, Cut but you said Pancho. And I go, you said something when it's, it's bigger than yourself. And I typically, I, I typically link that with the word legacy. And would you say that one of the biggest reasons why you're doing what you're doing is because it's bigger than yourself? Would you say that that is maybe... It's the main reason I'm doing it. Would you say that's almost like an addiction for men like us? Or like, would you say it's a driving force? Which is very similar. Same, same thing. Right? Yeah. Same. Uh, tomato, tomato. Line. It's right? a thin line. It's a thin line. Tomato, right? it's it's a tomato, tomato. Line between addiction and, and well, it is an addiction. That's why I've never been a drug addict, but I was at one point in my life addicted to drugs. Right. And not consuming them. It's right. the same thing. Yep. Now, I... The reason why I'm doing this is because of legacy, absolutely. And I preach that to my brothers all the time. I don't care whether it's a cul-de-sac or a whole goddamn avenue, but there's gonna be a there's gonna be a fucking street named after us. Oh yeah, that's the point. You only get a name stream that you know what I'm saying. Once you only get yeah. that once it's forever. I, that's what I want it to be. I want you know I'm not gonna have kids, but 
my brother's kids to walk up there. I don't high know. Five. We just high five each other. <laughs> <laughs> high five to Megan as well. Good job, Megs. <laughs> but to my brother's kids or my nephews that I treat as my own kids, I want them to be able to walk up with their kids or their dog or whatever the fuck they walk up with, their goldfish, and be like, yo, this was built by these men that did this, this, and this. We've, we've, we've done enough work as brothers. And I, I brag about it because I'm proud, not because it's look at me, motherfucker. No, it's not look at me. It's, it's you do the same. I want y'all to do the same in your city. I'm, I'm not out here to be better than anybody. I'm out here to be better than me, yeah. better than us. You want to be and I told that to my guys at the end of the year meeting. All right, man, we had a great year. What are we doing next year? What's up? We set that bar. We're not competing with nobody but ourselves. And let me let me ask you something. Just can you t- can you list maybe off the top of your head? You're you're some of the top things you guys have done. Well, and I know you have a, a bajillion. And I that's a I bajillion. Honestly, that's a real number. <laughs> it's, it's actually that's the number that had to be made up. Bajillion. You know. <laughs> Idiot. Bajillion. <laughs> Don't you know quantum <laughs> physics? <laughs> it's with an R, Chico. Yeah, Bunch of. But seriously, <laughs> stupid I've heads. Actually, I've actually. <laughs> but the stupid heads. People with beards are idiots. <laughs> but I, I've seen it. I actually seen. I've seen it. I've seen, seen it with my own eyes. I've seen the soaps. I've seen the fucking the haircuts. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about? I give you top three, you guys. Top three, at least personally. Um, I'm sure there's something that other guys hold personal. Top, the top one. Nobody would argue that one, which is Matthew. Yep. Um, Matthew is a miracle, bro. Whether you believe in God, Jesus, Buddha, Allah, the rock God, or whatever it is. Odin. Whatever you believe in. Whatever it is. That force was alive and well when we got together for that kid. Uh, Matthew was a three-year-old kid, which, by the way, bv305.com. Make sure you visit that site. It's under our uh, our uh, media. And then you'll see the whole Channel 7 story, but I'll, I'll briefly go through it. Matthew was a three-year-old kid who had leukemia. It was our first ever charity. And this is where you know this is meant for something bigger than yourself. This is that moment where we all looked at each other like, This is it. Okay. Yeah. It's not. This shit is going to be something powerful. Three-year-old kid had leukemia. First charity in BV, because Miami was the first chapter to do charity. First charity in BV. So that means chapters from all around the world. We were probably like at 80 at the point, maybe a little less. But they were all behind us. Everybody. El Paso to New York to England, all over the world. They were on board, donating everything they could. And we made $5,000 in easily a month and a half, two months. So we raised the money, and one of our brothers at the time, Nadell, shout out to Nadell, he's no longer, you know, part of the club, but he's still a big supporter. He helped us out, and he was like, hey, man, look, funny thing is, that kid that we helped, you know, he works at, he works at Miami Children's, he's like, I, I go check on him once a week. I'm like, hey, man, let's meet his family, bro. Met his family. And, you know, they were very great at the beginning. They were like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> Uh, please hold on to your wallets. <laughs> Are you gonna steal this kid's fucking needles? <laughs> Maybe, basically. So, 
you know, once once that was done, we were able to talk to the mother. You know, she basically let us know that she needed a bone marrow transplant for him to save his life. Damn. So we, you know, we came to the agreement of, hey man, let's put it out there. Maybe it'll stick. The day we raised the five thousand dollars, we went to North Miami Beach Duffy's. You're welcome for that free plug. You're welcome, Duffy's. Yeah, just send the check. Okay. Um, or at least a free bar time. Jesus. <laughs> Kendo, mostly <Some> Kendo. <laughs> <laughs> so we go there, and as most of you know, there's a pool back there. So we walked in like 12, 15 deep, all wearing the same shirt because that's the way we roll. And obviously, we attract two types of attention the hey, you're cool, and the hey, who the fuck are you? Yeah, get out attention. Here. Two girls ended up talking to one of our guys. They end up working at a bone marrow transplant clinic. Get out of here. I swear, bro. Mm -hmm. I always get goosebumps telling this story, bro, because yeah. it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, and they were like, man, we can help you out. We'll, we'll, we'll let you know how people can check in worldwide and they can find out where they can get swabbed, whatever. So we did the swab. We end up finding a match in four months. Um, we find the match. and It's coming it came, out of Sweden, right? Yeah. Well, we don't know exactly where it came from. You know, there's the myth or whatever. They never tell you because if it goes wrong, yeah, they'll know where the parents will get mad and be like, "Oh, it's your fault." You know, you whatever. You know, yeah. exactly. So it worked out, man. A year later, kids are cancer free, hundred percent. Wow. And he's five years, six, about to turn six now. Do you guys still have contact with? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it at that point, like, you know, when I found that out and we got all that matched and. The match came in, and he did the, and the hundred percent cancer free. I, 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 you know, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I cried, bro. Yeah, man. That's Straight a, the fuck up. That's I ain't level. got kids. I don't want kids, but that doesn't mean I'm not human. That doesn't mean you don't want I mean, the kid to be yeah. Rushed, yeah. I, like, I understand if one of us got that shit because we've yeah, done some we, crazy yeah. shit in our life. We probably deserve it. You know it. what I'm saying? Like, I, I always, like, I always <laughs> say to my kids, like, kid, they're, they're not probably, even old enough to fuck up yet. You know? Like, they probably haven't even cursed yet. They're innocent. That kid probably hasn't even cursed yet. I punched a three-year-old right in his goddamn face. You know what I mean? But, but you're an asshole, though. Yes. So that's, no, 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 that's kind of like, like I'll, I'll, I'll definitely punch. You just I'll definitely punch the kid. I'm gonna throw SpongeBob SquarePants no, no, no. with you. At three, and at three years old, it. at three years old, you're definitely old enough to get punted across the room. Stupid. But that's not what Stupid we're talking punch. about. Here. But you're right, Phoenix. You're right. There's, there's, a, there's a level of. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm not gonna change the subject. Now we can talk about three-year-olds all day long. Just after 24 hours, and not talking about how much no, I that, that, that's, that's the uh, that's where the, that's, that's where it tipped. One. That's that's where it tipped, and and I looked at everybody and I told them, yo, that was it. That's where it became bigger. Than I remember those posts, man. But that's where it became bigger than me, bigger than anybody else, because like I said, man, there were 16 guys. Yeah. That were there. There's three left. We're 50 deep, bro. 43, 44. I came in right at the time that uh, you, we just wrapped that up. And so from, from then till now. Yeah. So now, now besides out. that, we've done a big shout out to Saeed out of Morocco. Oh, happy Beards. Uh, happy Beards. Which gentleman is, and a scholar. Yeah, yeah man. I like that. Um, he flew in to yeah. Miami and he wanted to meet me. And I was just like, man, I'm really busy. I got a lot of things going on. Just meet with Ray. And he was like, nah, I'm not leaving till I meet you, bro. And I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, can you just meet Ray? Like, talk to fucking know? Ray. <laughs> and he was like, nah. And then Ray was like, bro, you got to meet this guy. And I'm like, okay. Thank God I met him, bro. Yeah. It, yep. just, it just changed your entire life. No, well, it, it, business-wise, yes, absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and so, um, so, so some of you guys 
that are listening. Ray is another bearded villains um, lieutenant, first lieutenant. Yeah, and he's out in Morocco. Am I right? No, no Ray. No. Ray's Ray, sorry, Ray, not Ray. Uh, Said. Said. Said is out of Morocco, and he actually invited you, Danny, to, to his Morocco. to his home. Absolutely, in Morocco. And the way that that worked was, uh, I'm not big on handouts. He's been telling me to go out there for a long time, and he'll pay for it. He'll pay for it. He'll pay for it. I was like, look, man, I don't like handouts like that. Like, I'll, I'll pay for it myself. But I ended up, you know, I don't want to get too much into detail, but a business deal ended up happening where, you know, he's he'll make some money. So I was like, okay, you know, give so me some commission. Yeah, now yeah, let's treat it as commission. Yeah. And he opened up his house to me, man, and his kids, his his everybody, man. They just took care of me. And to me personally, personally, it's my biggest accomplishment, personally. Because I did it myself with Saeed, where, not accomplishment, but biggest kind of reality check, where I went into the ghetto of Morocco, which is, there's no ghetto. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's just, there, you can't describe that here in the States. Yeah. No way. Where people are I had kids running in underwear next to me. Like, like true poverty. Like real poverty. Because well, what Americans view is third world country problem. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. really upset about this whole poverty thing. I'm going to put it on my iPhone real quick and I'm going to tweet yeah. it. Yeah. I'm like, the thing that's is, not is poverty. That, the that's thing not, is, not, is that in Morocco. These kids then, were like for real, for real. Yeah. And when we got there, it another moment where I was just like, yo, this is, I'm, I'm helping people in another country. Thank you. Like, thank you for being able to, like, yeah, he invited me into his house. Yeah, he paid for my plane ticket to get out there because of what we've done together as business. Nah, man, thank you for bringing me into this and opening my eyes to real problems. Yeah, like... Where people really need a soap. Like soap Soap. is... Soap is uh, a luxury. Like soap. I want y'all to understand soap. Go check your cabinets and tell me how many bars of fucking soap you have. They wanted one bar of soap. And that was crazy. When I met an individual out there in a wheelchair, he cried. And he was like, oh, the way Saeed speaks about you and this. And I was just like, what? I didn't even... That Morocco. I just got here. The Morocco. Like, I'm I'm in Morocco and they're talking about me here. Like, it was humbling, man. Mm. And, and, And again, and I came back and I let guys know, man, our impact is... Worldwide, so crazy. I, you know, Saeed has helped us get our soaps all around the world, man. Our soaps with our name on it has been passed out in France and Haiti and Haiti. Donated them to Haiti. Uh, Shout out to Behavior Links, my best friend, one of my best friends, Vanessa, who goes out there and and gives her time to these people. So, uh, so what they're saying about the soaps is basically, um, Danny was able to mastermind with help of Saeed to get these v- basically free soaps to people no, who free. need. Not yeah. basically. Not basically, yeah. Saeed it's powers that But Miami would say literally free. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but except uh, it's an actu- the like actual literally. usage of literally. Irregardless, though. it's free. Irregardless uh, isn't a word, you suck. Yes, it is. <laughs> it means to end the conversation. It's a goddamn dictionary. It means you say irregardless, it ends the conversation. I saw the word. Even look, she's white and she doesn't even want to admit to it. It's part of the Urban Dictionary. So, you can look it up, UrbanDictionary.com. What I what I what I would say is, um, so they they ba- they basically made free soap for people in need. Um, doesn't matter who really. It could be homeless. It could be children. Whatever. Um, it's it's a huge aspect because 
I remember when you spearheaded this. I remember you showing me your your closet with like a sample size. <laughs> when Danny came out of the closet, <laughs> there was a sample. Really? That's where we're going, you motherfucker. This is MTOP show. You had to cut it in Penn State. Well, you know say. what? Do you remember how we're ranked higher than you right now? <laughs> I rather I, I'd rather get touched in the bum and get a higher ranking in the fucking in the college playoffs. What are you guys number ten? We're number nine. You remember that? You remember you guys ah. lost to Clemson like I said you would? When's the last time we won a national championship? Doesn't matter what we did. <laughs> burn. Nah, exactly. What burn? Thank you for you saying that. Talk about 16 years ago. Hey, listen. You what's the, what's the last time you won a national championship? Uh, you remember your last edu- uh, college education? Anybody in this room? Me. Exactly. Bachelor's degree. Thank you very much. Get the fuck out of here. From high school. Nobody calls. You can't get a bachelor's degree in high school. Well, high school. Well, high school was high school was kind of cool. Like high school times two. Oh, are they? It's not a university. Florida International. Second high school. University. Okay, second high school. Means that you guys are good for janitorial positions. So, anyways, so we're listen. I'm gonna lose this. I'm losing this battle. All right. Let me. That's all I needed to hear. Go on. He won. He won. He won. I'm losing the battle. I'm losing the battle. Wait, wait. College. And colleges, the, but uh, <laughs> nobody here has an education. And the, I have an education. For real, oh, disrespectful. Besides, fuck? besides going creating soaps, Danny also created an incredible amount of fake diplomas. <laughs> <laughs> they're not fake; they're honorary. Get it right, goddammit. <laughs> fuck. Oh, I know a guy. Hit me up. <laughs> but we do though. D0N yeah, underscore B I G zero T E. Can you change my up. major from psychology <laughs> to something useful? Whatever you need, bro. <laughs> Forty thousand dollars later. I'm Miami, biggest fraud fucking city in the world. What you know? But honestly, geez, that was funny. Three hundred dollars will buy you a high school so, diploma. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to American high school. High school, yes. Uh, so I actually remember you showing me this. You're like, you said, primo, go check this out, and it was maybe like a like two, three hundred bars of soap. Yes. And it was just that sample says, and I and he told me he's like, hey yeah. man, this is I go for free. It's like this is for free. I said. I said for free, like for free how? <laughs> That's exactly how. I That's what I said. For free how? So what, what, what happened Miami. was when I went to Morocco. Um, Said's a very big inspiration in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't tell him this enough, but he knows. Mm-hmm. He wants me and our chapter to be something bigger than even I imagine, um, and he pushes me to brand it in a certain way, and I'm just like, eh, you know, I don't really don't want to do that. Um, but when I was out there, I went to his factory. And he was like, look, this is what we're doing. We're making these soaps. We're making these shampoos. Cost on me. I want to, because he's an honorary member. And in Miami, there's only three honorary members. Shout out to Jeff. Shout out to Pulpo. And shout out to, obviously, Saeed. We got a couple of others cracking and stuff like that. But those are the three original ones. Um... They have put in a lot of work for us and helped Sorry, us out. Sorry, what's an honorary member? Honorary member means to us, there's certain things that we don't sell. Our circle patch, or our patches souls. are really big in our in in our world, <laughs> and our circle patches and sold, and we can easily make all types of money Easy on it because it's yeah. never sold, but it's earned. There's guys in my chapter that don't have circle patches because they haven't earned it yet. Mm-hmm. You earn that; it is earned. And if you leave, it's taken back. Just like this shirt that I have on. The gold circle shirt, it's, it's earned. And that's a way of you understanding that, hey, man, everything here is earned. Mm. So he became an honorary member because we don't sell our chapter ring. 
And we gave these rings to these gentlemen free of cost because at the end of the day, they've helped us. Pulpo has been a big you help said to they us. Gone above and beyond. Yeah, above and beyond. Right. Pulpo's the first one in line to help us with charity along with Saeed. Jeff has done a lot behind closed doors for us to continue because at one point they didn't want me in this brotherhood because mm -hmm. I'm so fucking crazy. Right. <laughs> Ambition is But it's all right, you know? Yeah, yeah. That it's, it's, I'm a little outspoken. It's okay. Just a little comes bit. Comes with being Colombian. A little bit. <laughs> what? No, it comes with being Hispanic. <laughs> what? A little outspoken, and that's how me and my what, what are your thoughts? Remain what to be attached. <laughs> we have such good ideas. <laughs> You're going to listen to me, bro. Ideas. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying, G? <laughs> We got a live studio audience here. There's at least three Colombians here. So, <laughs> so we're definitely in favor right. of I'm the minority here. Guys. That's, That's right. That's nah, right. He's white too. There's two of us. He's white too. Well, God two, damn it. Two white people. No, but honestly, we, we've had a lot of guys help us out. White honey. <laughs> Listen, all These lives matter. Lost. <laughs> you want to take a wrong turn? Oh, man. <laughs> so, in all honesty, we've had a lot of guys help us out. You know, um, and, and we're grateful for that. And the way that we repay that is you've earned a spot in this club the way our members have. And whether Bearded Villains is here in five years or not, I promise you, Miami will be here. Yep. Mm -hmm. This can disappear into the abyss. Miami won't even flinch because we've built something for ourselves and we're a family. We can go days without talking, just like we went years without talking. Yeah, it's the same. And it's, I see JT, and it's, that's my brother. JT calls me and tells me, dog, I need this right now, like, for real. I don't care what I'm doing. I could be having the best sex of my life. I'm pushing that girl right off of me. Yeah. You understand what I'm well, saying? Yeah, that's my well, yeah. Well, no, I would. Hey, no, listen, if you uh, tell me it's not one, it only one. takes three well, minutes. I don't care. I'm going to be like, you I'm going to tell you, give like me three, three minutes. minutes. Like three but minutes my brother needs me. All right. I'm going to say I'm going to need about 30 seconds and I'll be right there. Nah, nah. If it's, if it's the best sex ever, you're going to do a little bit professional boxing match. I know we're fucking running marathons. I'm trying to look like I'm a fucking marathon runner, bro. So, so Saeed, I'm killing my game here, bro. So, Saeed's been pushing you for new business ideas. Yeah, no, he definitely has. And I'm thankful for that because at the end of the day, he's pushed us to become better people. And I'm thankful for him for everything he's done, handing out these free shampoos in cognizance with what we're believing in. You know, we've sent it to Romania, we've sent it to France, we've sent it to North Carolina, SoCal, all these other places that we've been able to expand to and help with charity. That means that what we're believing in has become that much bigger. We've gone beyond helping our own city and helping other chapters help their city. It's kind and of, it's not about us. No, it's definitely not about us because, I mean, the one thing that, that led me to join this chapter and what led me to kind of progress with this journey with the Bearded Villains has been the fact that, you know, we're not just setting the example for our city and for our nieces and nephews and the kids in our, in our city. And that's what it comes down to. Worldwide, because yeah. at the end of the day, us being bearded men, tattooed men, we get looked about with a certain 
view and when you start to hear our story when you start to see our story or see our actions because our actions speak louder than words we can talk until we're blue in the face but until you see what we do on a daily basis or on a monthly basis you know for instance right after the hurricanes being able to go help out uh down in the keys for the boys and girls club or going to you know help out for puerto rico uh sending off a huge and i I would say that's that's that would be number three number three would probably be um being able to help out the Keys and Puerto Rico after the, the hurricane. The hurricane Irma. Yes. Yeah. Um, People that are listening to, like, outside of Miami, because we know how fucking scary that could have been for us, right? Absolutely. No, definitely. And, and Saeed had a big part in that, because being that he helped us out so much, you know, we were able to raise enough money to go down there and donate all of the things we donated. Because not only do we donate, you know, with so, our pocket... And, and with the <laughs> we donate other stuff. Are you guys hungry? Water, <laughs> food, clothes. You cut this soap up, you ingrate. No, but Back I, in my day, we'd eat 16 bars of soap. <laughs> Listen, you talk dirty to me like that, I'm going to have to wash your mouth out with a bar of soap. Dirty. Oh. It's going to be a BV305 no, soap. Honestly, I, I, like, it, it, it led into you know, the money that we made from other stuff that Saeed helped us out with. We were able to donate it and putting into this... 24 foot trader shout out to Ed's uh, tire auto tire down in Homestead who delivered it down there to home, uh, to the Keys and it was fucking heartbreaking bro cause we come from a environment where we're ready for this shit yeah we're yeah like we take to be super no, ready. yeah 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 air quotes mm-hmm. ready and I don't think you guys are seeing this. Like, we, we, the air quotes. we get it. We get it. That's why I said air quotes. No, I do it all the time. Every episode, I'm like, why am I keep doing this with my hands? Hey, no, I can see. It's freaking genetics. I'm like, uh. But it's, it's, it was a reality check, man. A lot of these people down there weren't ready for that shit. We saw people's houses gone, man. We went to go help a lady at one point. I was a JMO. And. You know, Jamo like always just walks into whatever he's gonna do because he's just fucking one track. My he's just like, I'm here to fucking break every tree. I'm gonna build. This <laughs> I'm gonna build her a new house. <laughs> but <laughs> wait, wait, we gotta say hi to the lady first. <laughs> James, James is scared. Might be trespassing, bro. <laughs> but Sean, one of our members, talked to the lady and. She just broke down crying, man, this older lady. And, and and she, you know, people retiring the keys, man. This is where they're supposed to live out the last Yeah, like, lives, that, that's the last moments. And just like that, one shit day. was gone, bro. Memories, photos, everything. Everything. That house was turned upside down. And, and when we told her, hey, man, we're here to help you. And she's like, what do you mean? Oh, we're here to help you for free. Like, she cried. Like, thank you so much. And, yo, it's, it's, it's look, man. We don't do it for us. But at the end of the day, those moments, they make you feel like, damn, bro. Yeah, I wake up every morning, I got to go fucking work. Yeah, I wake up every morning, I got to put up with this bullshit. But maybe this is what I'm supposed to be here for. Maybe if I fucking go home and somebody takes a red light and... I fucking blow up into a thousand pieces because somebody just just fucking deteriorated my life. Maybe I was just supposed to help that lady. That's good enough for me, bro. 
Because when I'm 75 years old and I thought that I went to retire in the Keys and everything was going to be just fucking peachy and a fucking hurricane named Irma comes through and fucks my whole shit up and I can't fucking move my limbs and nobody's going to help me because I decided not to have any kids. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just say maybe I'm prepared for this. (laughs) Then I'm fucked, bro. My daughter can't build a house. (laughs) My 16 points. Damn. When keeping it real goes wrong. So, okay. so man, I, I feel like man, it's such a good combo. But I'm gonna. So we're gonna we're gonna start closing it up, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a last question. Um, here's one the question that I asked. I think I've asked maybe in the first episode, maybe the last episode, and it was a question asked by my landlord. And it's like, if you yourself five years from now, so. Danny, five years from now, could tell yourself anything to your current self. So your five-year future self was came back in time and could tell you three things to look out for, to be wary for, to be ready. And then I want to hear yours, and then Phoenix, I want you to take take a second to think about this because when I asked this, they asked me this question, it was heavy. I'm like, that you shit know, is a heavy ass question. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. shit. And you know what? You know what I'm saying? Like, every time. Why'd you have to tell it's me this after a few drinks? Like, Why couldn't you tell me this when I was sober? Boy, yeah, right. It's kind of like meditation. Like, it's kind of currently like pouring the shot. Any present moment. Poor we won't. You won't. Asterix as poor drink. Quotation marks. It's just like every every real present moment and every. Every good question, they all, or every good song. Typically, yeah. they don't have the same impact every year of your life. So, and I'll ask this again: the five five years from now, the, that future self would come back and be like, "Hey, man, here's three things that you should really change or mm, stay focused on. Just stay focused on, like right. almost not necessarily warning signs, but be like, I'm gonna give you three points of advice. What would you all say? Right. One would be shut the fuck up and stop complaining. Um, I like that. That applies to everybody. But that's real. For me, it was close. For that's me, it was uh, shut up and listen. Yeah. <laughs> no, but wait, that's wait, you're next. You're next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was close. It was close. It was close, man. You're so smart. Yeah, you might steal my shit. Fucking Cubans. Hey, 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 listen, you cockroaches. Okay? So, anyway, it would be stay focused. Um... On the goal would be the second one. Okay. So shut the fuck up and listen. No, no set no, the fuck mine. up and focus. No, shut the fuck up and stop complaining oh, since sorry. Phoenix wanted to fuck up everybody's see, fucking that, God damn it. This I'm, is I'm, why you were number one on the list. Uh, of course not. I don't. Why do you think I'm the third wheel here, bro? Why do you think I'm the third wheel? Where's Brynn at? <laughs> My dog wouldn't have said come shit. Here. Come here, girl. Come here. Sit down. So it would be the first one would be shut the fuck up and stop complaining because... At the end of the day, we all complain about everything. And being a perfectionist, you're always going to be like, fuck, 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 fuck. I mean, I had a fucking mini stroke last year. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, worrying can really fuck you up. So, at the end of the day, shut the fuck up. Stop complaining. And the second thing would be focus. Focus on whatever it is you're focusing on. Because no matter what I've ever done in my life, the moment I decide to focus... Nothing's ever steered me in the wrong direction. When I become a realist, and being a realist sometimes is breaking up with that girl you shouldn't be with, dog. Yep. Just so being a realist is not 
fucking selling drugs and doing credit card scams because yes you're making a lot of money but that ain't what you're supposed well, to you be know doing where you're bro. Going, yeah, <laughs> you know what you I mean? look around you yeah, yeah that ain't what you're supposed to be doing bro and stop it you're going to jail okay no no pass go no collect 200 dollars go to jail this this actually <laughs> when do we start playing monopoly <laughs> <laughs> you know what monopoly the, game is this go straight to jail uh, that's the draw straight to this jail. is a miami version of monopoly <laughs> first of all monopoly is the only reason why there's no friends anymore oh no definitely <laughs> i will fucking fight oh definitely i will fight you hey listen listen you definitely and, and you <laughs> know whoever's banker is robbing the bank buys all the properties fuck you we're not playing anymore, <laughs> all right because you have no dignity now listen listen you Buy the red ones you, or lay off the You either ones. give me free rent or you are not having any more of my yeah, beer. That's right. I'm like, oh, you got a railroad? I'll take the railroad. You're going to pay pay park place rent. So now after uh, our uh, our ADD kicked in. <laughs> um, the, third one, the third one to me would be believe in what the fuck you're doing. Because at the end of the day, it's going to pay off. And there's been times where I've doubted what the fuck I'm doing because of people around me telling me what the fuck you're doing. Why you have bearded villains? What the fuck is that? Is that some sort of gang? Is that this? Is that that? Just stay focused on what the fuck you're doing and believe in the goal because at the end of the day, those three things that I just mentioned have never steered me wrong. If I lay off my emotional bullshit, stop being a bitch because that's what it is. You're being a fucking bitch when you get into your emotions. And understand if you be more of a realist, at the end of the day, shit's going to fucking pass, dog. If you keep fucking going, shit's going to pass. Is it hard right now? Yes. But just keep fucking going, bro. Everything and you're going to be all right. If your mindset is set on something and you speak it into existence, fuck anybody that they ain't fucking with you, bro. Because that just means they ain't fucking with you for a reason. Mm-hmm. Peace out. I got motherfuckers that didn't believe in this shit. That laughed at this shit. And they're probably coming up. And they're like, hey, man, so how can we team up? You can team up by sucking my dick. (laughs) (laughs) How about that? I remember motherfuckers being like, hey, man, we can... uh at first, they're like, oh, you're not going to be a CrossFit gym? I'm like, nah, I'm not going to be a CrossFit gym. They're like, ah, man, you're not going to make it. Three years later, hey, man, you want to, like, coordinate? Maybe I invest? I'm like, the Battle Axe only takes donations. So if you're <laughs> going right, to donate motherfucker. $5,000, motherfucker, I'll take it. <laughs> I ain't investing. You can't invest in dick because yeah, I'm not paying that right. shit back because I'm right. Colombian. That's so right. put a little bit on it. That's right. I'll give you $10 for right. the next polish, seven polish, years. Polish, <laughs> the royal years. penis is clean, your highness. <laughs> 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 Straight up, Phoenix. and it's not being cocky, man. It's, it's 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 believing in what the fuck you're doing. It's and if people don't believe in it, keep your fucking mouth shut. If it's positive, don't shit on my parade. Cause once my parade makes it to the end, you're the first person I'm kicking. Right, because I mean, that's they weren't there. For, there's a feeling. Sad part is you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so Phoenix, give us our give us your three. Well, I already said the first one, which was uh, shut up and listen. And uh, and you definitely didn't do that part. Hey, Ooh. I have been learning. I have been learning. Pew, pew. All right. <laughs> this is a learning process. This is supposed to be five years from now. Me telling me now. Yeah, it's a five-year guy. Right? Yeah, it's a five-year, this is a five-year guy telling me now, shut the fuck up and listen. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I don't do that well, but no, I'm but, trying but to. But the five-year guy would know. And no, and honestly speaking, uh, it is something that that definitely I have been practicing, especially in like the last year through the help of uh, guys like Danny, Um, you know, being able to just shut up 
and hearing what other people got to say is giving me the opportunity to expand on other ideas or build off of their ideas. Because you know what? Maybe they just have the root of an idea. But because my expertise takes me through a different road, it get, lets me expand on that. So being able to just keep my mouth quiet. just for And I know it's difficult because I talk a hell of a ton of shit. Mm. But being able to listen to what other people got to say has helped me grow as an individual and helped me grow uh, not just... Uh, as a brother but in within my career with every aspect of life so definitely shut up and listen is one another one is uh say what you mean and mean what you say mm-hmm. if you say that you're gonna do something you got to make sure that you follow through with it because at the end of the day and especially having you know 45 plus guys that are counting on me to do what i say and say what i do is is something that's definitely something that has to stick and you don't want to fail some of our guys Oh no, definitely they can not. Kind of press more than we would. Definitely not. As JT definitely in the background not. smacking his fist. <laughs> JT just is not the mountain. Enough. All right. Anybody who's ever seen, <laughs> and he's done. <laughs> Three and smacks. For, and for anybody who doesn't know who JT is, JT is like the mountain from Game of Thrones. That guy yeah, will literally very own squeeze your fucking head, very and your mountain. eyeballs will pop out. We literally, we literally. He's so mad, right? He's we, like the mountain. compare him to them. He's like the mountains hill. We <laughs> like. I mean, I'm it's, the poor man's mountain. Well, yeah, <laughs> and we're poor. Hey, hey, so you get it. <laughs> and, and we're poor. Listen, we're not HBO, bro. We don't got that type of budget. All right, poor. we're not like, like a blind here. leading the blind. Yeah. <laughs> that is like you're the goddamn mountain, and that's it. You're like, that's right. I love the mountain. Well, right, I love so the mountain, especially I, snowy top mountains. So. So what's number three? You know, number three really. Um, but you didn't think of this one. I, nah, it's, you know it's kind of difficult because I, I got so many things. Shut man, up that was a really class. good. I know it's a good question. <laughs> shut the fuck. You got distracted as fuck. You see that? Not nah, because he, he kind of distracted me, by man. his own mouth. So much, Danny talks so much shit. You had about fifteen minutes of carrots. Hey, but he I took did. it for me, he, man. He, he took my one extra five minutes. actually, and explain it in your own words. Nah, actually. You see why you weren't choice number one? I Listen, bro, I, that, that's why. That's why I feel like the third wheel. That's why I feel like I should. You know what? I'm three or five book character. Your five yeah. yourself will tell you to be choice number one. Nah, listen, my, my, I would say the, the third thing that five yourself, me, would Don't tell listen me to now, what you're saying on the podcast. Exactly that. You see, he keeps stealing my shit. This is not fair. He, he's five years from now. He's been here before. That's an imposter. That is not real, Danny. He's an imposter. He's a five year from now, Danny. So what's fucking okay, asshole? Okay, okay, hold on. I gotta pick another one. Give me. Can, can, right, can so I take a shot here? What's, what's going on? What's going on here is that we're having a good laugh about everything, and I, I think it's great. And um, you know what? Like you're, what you're looking at is actually a bunch of guys that are actually in a good time and a, and a good community. And I. I'm gonna add my three if you guys don't mind. Uh, Hold up, I didn't even give you my yeah, third one. Two, Nobody cares I'm about a, your three he anymore. He's interrupting me. Wait, wait, wait. wait. He keeps interrupting me. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you ten minutes <laughs> to think about your to third about one. Yours. How about I give it to you right now? All right, go. All right, uh, go ahead first. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. podcast for being Phoenix. Go ahead. Actually, no, no. On the real, on the real tip, the last thing that I would actually tell myself is to continue believing. And not just myself, but this brotherhood, because this brotherhood has made me progress and grow as an individual, and I've seen it help and progress other people. So, literally taking a flight out tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm going oh, to Colorado because of because of the help of this shout out Gibbs Is that the Wood Tavern. Yeah, no, 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 Wood Tavern is just a watering hole. But uh, shout <laughs> out, shout, shout out to. Uh, 
Shout out to Gibbs Grooming. Gibbs you know? Grooming. Gibbs yeah. Grooming. And also shout out to Wood Tavern. Damn, that's a watering hole, man. They're, they're the ones that keep yeah, us nice out, and toasty. Shout uh, out to the people that keep us drunk. Exactly. You know? <laughs> shout out Crown Royale. Hell yes. <laughs> that's but, um, so, so, so what's this company that just hired you to travel? Um, so Gibbs Grooming, you know, shout out to them. They're, they're a men's grooming line. And because of the, the, the brotherhood, because of brothers like Danny who believe in me and what I have to offer, has put me in a position now where I'm going to be actually traveling throughout, you know, the whole Southeast region. And because it's a, it's a blessing beard. because yes. of my awesome beard, my epic selling, beard. Selling grooming products. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, man. So, so that, so who's the, who's the brother that put you? I, it's believing into my brothers right there. Danny, man. Uh, yeah. Don so, Bigote, okay, so, you know? so shout out to him. That's not shout even out like, so we're not doing a promotional thing. It's like, so what you're looking at is actually, um, I remember Danny, you told me about this when we went to the UN game and I had to unofficially root for UN. <laughs> I remember that. You wore a shirt. You wore a shirt. You wore a shirt. I got pictures of that. I look really good in it though. I got but, pictures uh, of that. Can I get it back though? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he liked it so much he wants to keep I it. I look really good. I look good. Really good uh, I do. So, so what happens is that Phoenix, Phoenix, you. Phoenix for having honestly. So, what? Okay. So, what used to be? So, I, I, like four or five years ago, I had a really big beard and all this stuff, and it was kind of like a counterculture concept. And we're gonna we're gonna sit here and we're gonna, we're gonna make jokes about it and stuff. But so we have somebody that is going to literally be employed because their beard is majestic, uh, majestic relatively. <laughs> and I they're like going that. to go around the country <laughs> supporting um, beard products. And that's, I know it's going to, so some of you people might laugh at that concept, but there's somebody who's going to put food on their table because of not only True. the brotherhood that they have around them and the connections, but because of a particular culture that's being built and, and so, support so gonna, system and support so, system. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna so some of us will be like, ah, whatever. I'm like, yeah, no, but you must understand. And it's kinda like when we make we make uh, gym references and we talk about like, okay, so we one of our guys in the gym got this other guy a job, you know, and it's like you ever been fired before? Yeah. Yeah. Well when somebody's fired it it tastes really fucking bad. And yep. you, you, you get in this bottom level of despair. And you're or at this. Fuck everybody you're alone. Shit. Yeah, absolutely. And suddenly now you have a group of people who care enough about you and who are connected enough yep. out of years of hard work mm-hmm. that you can put bread on your table. Amen. Is that fucking? That's, that's why I say. Okay, that's so why I say I got. You got to continue to not just believe in yourself, but believe in this brotherhood because yeah. I, I have to believe in this because this brotherhood is what's. Look, man. Uh, George uh, is where he's yeah. at right now because he bit a bullet at one point in his life or not. He bit a bullet. He understood that he did something wrong and consequences were made, but he stepped above and beyond after that. But at the end of the day, that's where you see the character in somebody where it's not about him. It's not about me. It was about this. Yep. And this built that. And what I mean by that is he bit the bullet. It wasn't about bowing to me it wasn't about him being the bigger person it was about no it's about this and this gave him that and that is gibbs grooming and gibbs grooming is paying him better money than he was making before yep letting him see other parts of the world because they let him travel and he's selling beard oils, bro. Which, okay, so you understand? You remember when this something that I use? Remember when we talked about it's this easy four to sell something you use. What was ridiculous? Like my when I saw my cousin get sponsored by a beard oil company, I was like, you know, the drug dealer in me. Yeah. Back in those days, <laughs> I was like, 
motherfucker, he's flipping oils. Uh, uh, so oils. It was crazy. Remember, we laughed about it. Yeah, know? I remember. Okay, so anyways, now all of our events, you know, shout out to Pulpo, Pulpo's yeah. beard oils. Every it's, event that I have, it's unheard of. It's always Pulpo's beard oils there, mm-hmm. and whoever sells them, whether it's Javi or George or Gio, where whoever's at the table, you're getting a cut out of that. Cause that's the way Pulpo looks out. Was fam, but at the end of the day, people are eating off of this. Yep. You ain't buying Ferraris off this shit, but it's a building step. I think, I think people not forget yet. the value. Right yeah, now. not yet. That's right. <laughs> when so, I have a purple Ferrari. count, all right? It's coming through. I love count. All right? <laughs> Secret Santa's around the corner, all right? So Hot I'm, Wheels I'm, Ferrari. I'm going I'm oh, to start inching to the, to the end of the show because, honestly, I feel like with these guys, we can... I mean, I feel like when we have a good podcast, we can always talk forever. So I, I would tell my every every time I ask this question, we're going to it's always different to me today. Today's a very different experience. I just came off of a, a pretty much an experience. Um, I would say that my first thing I would tell myself is to slow down. Um, yep. I realized that our I would say our because me and my cousin are very much alike. Our, our lifestyles are so fast forward that sometimes I'm not seeing what's present. I I may uh, be petting my dog or talking to my girlfriend and calling my mother, who I, I love. And I'm already thinking about going to the gym. And I'm that's the multitasker. Yeah, I'm us. and it's a search for multitasking. So if I were to say, I would say slow down. You know, Absolutely. number two would be to discipline your passion. Um, and there was, I am a living example of what it is to be more passionate than disciplined because. I sacrificed my body and my well-being, and the very. You sacrificed your, your diploma. Yeah, word, like literally word. everything. Word. I'm not I'm, I'm, like <laughs> honestly. No, that's the truth. This like, man I, sacrificed his, his real job that yeah. you're so. I'm holding up air quotes again, that you're so <laughs> that society society is telling you to have, which technically my cousin is a psychologist, social worker. <laughs> No, you it's know, true, bro. It's true. Degree-wise, degree. Degree he's a psychologist, air quotes again, social worker <laughs> again. But I was there. I was there when my cousin was wearing that stupid golfer hat where he thought that he was a social worker. I don't know if you know, but I look amazing in that hat. <laughs> but at the end of the day, he, t- I, he sacrificed I, I got I I sacrificed a two-week paycheck. For this fucking great place that we're in right now. Right. So I'm like not. Yes. And that's kind of it's kind of nice to have that outsider perspective, honestly, primo. So disciplining my passion would be an amazing thing that I can do because I think a lot of us that that we're all passionate men. We're emotional people. So sometimes those those lines get very blurred in the battlefields. We get it gets blurred in the trenches. You know, you are in that moment and we react ego yeah your ego takes over and that's why we react and there's a difference between reacting and responding which is going to be in a future episode and very much in the last episode with lucas Irwin. and the last thing um that i remember it's a jocko willink concept and i think some of you boys uh, are familiar with it some of you're not um, but the concept that uh discipline is freedom and i know i put discipline as my second one but i always have to reinstate this because as I grow more disciplined in some aspects, and some of my aspects of being disciplined are garbage, you know, it doesn't matter. But there's some that 
are so disciplined um, that they allow me to, to have freedom. And I'll give you an example today. Uh, I know we, I, I, I posted about it earlier on in, um, in Instagram that I would go in this 24 hours of no social contact. This is fucking amazing. But I'm the kind of guy that loves to check his phone at every stop sign, at every red light. Uh, there is that an, an innate need. It's, it's a, an addiction. You just don't have a. Mo- I, you don't want to have a moment in your day when you're doing nothing, and doing nothing is is a void. It's it's a void filled by the social media yes. shit, and where you're at a light and you can literally not just want to wait for the light to change. Where you're just like, no. hey, let me check Instagram. The light's too slow. Like, I'm mean, lighting on my level. I mean, that's what, you know that's what, what happens with technology. You know, I get it. No, you're right. You're absolutely it's, it's fucking much. right. So, okay, so, so, so I'll tell you what I, right. what I found out. I said, so today I had to drive to, I had to drive 35 minutes to this homestead site. 35 minutes. To me, listen, to me going 35 minutes, I know it's silly. It's this first world it's problem. It's like traveling to Mars. it's also 2017. It's 35 minutes not going on Instagram, not checking my phone, not checking for a text. And you're you know, gonna we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna create. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm so kidding. <laughs> what? We're going to create we're going to create emotional scenarios like, oh, for sure. I'm going to check my phone because it's an emergency, bro. So I realized the whole 30, 30, 45 minutes, it was going to be like I was actually very there was a freedom of being disciplined not to check these particular scenarios. <laughs> and um, I realized that there was a freedom and being disciplined and not making these stupid decisions and being being aware enough. Does that make sense? Aware, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So anyways, those are mindful, my three. Being those, mindful enough. Those top three guys. JT's I, I'm being a sure, dick. <laughs> that white privilege. You know what? Can you edit your voice out from the entire podcast? <laughs> What's weird is what happened is this, pod, this episode got lost. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Then I'll find you. Find you. We will find you, mm. and we will kill you. <laughs> you kidnap my you guys. Don't know me. You don't know me, but I have a special set of skills that I've attained you over a okay, lifetime. Okay. So, what's the going to do? I know what's happening right now, Danny. I'm going to give you. Uh, I'm going to give you a little uh, exit. Can you uh, please give us where to find you, the next event you're having, and then I'm going to give Phoenix, my man here, a little shout out to himself. Phoenix isn't allowed to talk no more. Of course you don't. Of course you don't, you biased motherfucker. We were we don't have the same bloodline. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, yeah. There's no bias here. Anyways, um no, all jokes aside, uh BV305.com. Check us out. We got blogs. Um our guys put a lot of work into that. Shout out to John, Vic out in Georgia. Uh, our brothers may leave, but they don't leave our chapter. As long as you're loyal, you're still part of us. So shout out to Vic out in Georgia. Um, shout out to Javi doing a great job. All my guys that are writing blogs right now, Gio, who supervises them, they're doing a great job. So check out bv305.com. You'll find merch, you'll find blogs, you'll find great pictures because we're one group of sexy motherfuckers. Fuck yeah. Even you, Gio. Battle Lax is getting him sexy right now. It's all right. right. (laughs) He's mine now. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Bearded Villains Miami on Facebook and uh, Instagram. Bearded Villains Miami and uh, underscore BV305 on Twitter. Check us out, man. We're growing. We're doing good things in the community. 
and we're a bunch of group, uh, a bunch of fucking savage motherfuckers that are uh, very positive. Thank we're you. We're a group, a bunch of positive savages. Yeah, we are. Phoenix, give us a little bit of. Give us a little bit of insight. But that's not FIU education. <laughs> oh, of course, that's not FIU education. God damn it! Give us a little bit of insight on your um, on your future endeavors. Uh, definitely, I got uh, a lot of things coming up in the future. So, you know, definitely, I'm always going to support my number one thing, man. And that's going to be VV305.com, you know. Uh, be looking out. We're on a process on the way to become a, an official 501c nonprofit. So, corporate sponsors, get ready for us because we're going to be coming knocking on your doors. You know, we're uh, going to be worse than Jehovah's Witness. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Definitely that. Yeah, you know, I'm persistent. So, I don't, I don't take no for an no, answer. No, but it's coming soon, man. So, that's coming soon. And I'm definitely, definitely proud of that. You know, I got a. Uh, this whole new journey with Gibbs Grooming, that's going to be epic as well. And definitely looking to branch out to several other endeavors. I'm going to keep those a secret for now because, uh, you know, nothing's set in stone yet. But definitely a lot of big things for 2018 to come. And uh, make sure to just, uh, you know, reach out to us, follow us, Bearded Villains Miami. Support the fucking movement, Support the man. cause, man. Support the movement because definitely people like Danny, people like myself, people like Gio, people like James, we bust our asses to make and sure. And if you support our movement, we'll support yours. Always. Always. I've seen it, and that's hey. what's important. So, know, one hand washes the other, and both hands wash the face. So, one thing I want to say, so... One of the most important uh, stories I heard today, and this actually made me think exactly of you guys, was a was a Zen story. So a professor goes to a Zen, uh, like a Zen guru per se, like a Zen monk. This professor is extremely educated. So he sits down on this table. There's about twelve guys. Everybody's sitting down there on this mountain monastery, and the uh, and the Zen guru is going down, pouring tea on everybody's cup, and he gets to the professor. This professor is very articulate, very smart, very intelligent. And he's pouring tea in this guy's cup. When he's pouring, he's getting to the middle of the cup. I guess about three-fourths. Eventually, the cup is overflowing. And the professor's looking, and he's staying calm. And then in the, the, the Zen professor just keeps pouring to the point that it's just it's getting everywhere. It's on the guy's lap, it's, it's getting on the floor, it just overflows. Eventually, the professor gets frustrated, he's flustered, and he's like, what are you doing? He's upset, he's like, what? I don't understand, stop, please. And the Zen monk, the Zen master looks at him, he goes, I cannot teach you Zen master or mindfulness. If you come to me with a predetermined ego, with judgment, and with a predetermined destiny. I cannot teach you what mindfulness means if you've already established it before you came here. I heard this today. I heard this amongst a very deep, deep meditation course. And I thought exactly of my cousin and the bearded villains. Where you cannot determine a man's future, his determination, his passion, his will, and his ability to change the environment around him. Just be with just because you think you know this person because they look a certain way or they act a certain way or they sound a certain way or the tattoos in front of them mean something like that to you. And I, it's an honest statement. I, I, I felt it in my bones. And it was incredible to me because I have gentlemen around me that for a better sense of the word would, would not be able to be allowed into your home, but they are going above and beyond to help things around them people around them, and the future and the legacy of others. So 
I'd like to thank everybody here. I'd like to thank my cousins, Bearded Villains, my cousin, excuse me, um, Bearded Villains Miami, Bearded Villains in general, for coming on my show and just being exceptional guests. And again, I say this with full fervor and a big heart. Don't be a pussy. Everything ends. Amen.